0: That's our ears this morning, O Lord. That we may hear your voice. Because you said, If you obey my voice, And keep my commandment. To obey you. We need to hear your voice. Give us hearing ears. Scripture says, The word they heard, Was of no use to them. Because they did not mix it with faith. I pray God, You give us believing hearts. Hearing ears. The living heart, the power of your spirit to obey. Because your word says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. We want to obey Lord. So that we might experience the fullness of Christ in our lives. Speak to us this morning. For in Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 We continue to wait on the Lord as we hear the word. And we pray. We will not go the way we came. I don't know how you have come. What is that you are carrying in your heart? Maybe a problem. So many people are Bent down by the problems in their life. Financial problems. Marriage problems. Problem with children. All kinds of problems. And that problems carry them. Maybe your problems brought you here today. But Jesus is here. If you hear His voice, He will ask you one thing. Do you want to walk? then pick up your mat and walk. The problem with which you came in today, which carried and brought you here, if you believe, if you obey, you will go from this room carrying that problem, no longer the problem carrying you. You will have power over Authority over your problem and Nei, not the problem over you. That's why we need to hear the voice of God. There, there were, were many there. at the poolside at Betsidah Only one and he picked up and he walked. There were many on the road to Jericho. Only Zacchaeus heard. heard. There were many sitting outside Jericho. Only outside heard. Only Zacchaeus has heard. Only can heard. Lord, let me hear your voice every day. Because your words are words of life. Last time when we met, we looked at from the book of Ruth. We've been studying from the book of Ruth. When famine comes, when famine comes, the choices people make. When there is lack in our life, we make choices. Lack of anything. And then those choices make us. That's why we study the Old Testament. Often people ignore the Old Testament. Without realizing. Unless you know your Old Testament well. You don't understand the application of the New Testament. In Second Corinthians. Sorry, not 2nd. 1st Corinthians 10.11 All these things were written for our sake. Now all these things happened to them as examples and they were written for our admonition upon whom the end of ages has come.
1: Everything in
0: the Old Testament has been written for us. So that we will learn and set examples in our life. In Romans 15, 4 again. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we, through the patience and the comfort of the scriptures,
1: might have hope. So we ignore the Old Testament only at our peril.
0: Doctrine in the New Testament, practical application of that in the Old Testament. That's how we study scripture. So we glean from the stories in the Old Testament. Like Ruth did in Boaz field. Sometimes it is a harvest. We read, we get so much. Sometimes we have to glean verse by verse. The spiritual truths hidden. The spiritual truth that is hidden in the Bible. God allows famine it's very difficult for us to think God allows famine yes he allows famine lack in our life so that our faith can be tested our love can be tested our hope can be tested we saw last time when Ruth began began her journey with Naomi. she makes a seven fold consecration seven fold consecration. consecration that should be our consecration adi that is the consecration of the servants of god in ruth 1 verse 16 and 17 ruth will tell her mother-in-law wherever you go i will go Wherever you lord i will lord you people shall be my people your god my god where you die i will die and there I will be buried. This is the sevenfold even today we will look only at one fold. The first one where you go I will go. That's our first vow. The question is this can we really truly make that commitment with God and mean it from our heart wherever you go I will go wherever you lead me I will follow in Hebrews 11 and verse 8 scripture says, says by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which
1: he would receive as an inheritance and he went out not knowing where he was going <laughs> Abraham Tanah swasta muka pondanaya Yunana, That
0: is a God. Often we don't know where we are going. But why do we go? Because like Ruth, we also made a commitment. Where you go, I will go. Where you lead, I will follow. We look at the end of Abraham's story. Look at the beginning. He had no clue where he was And he kept on. Ongoing. In Romans 8 and verse 14. 14. Not 414. Scripture says, as many as are led by the Spirit shall be called the sons of God. Who are the sons of God? Who are the mature grown-up sons of God? Those who are led by His Spirit. Question is this. Can we follow? Wherever He leads. Wherever He leads. If God says, I am leading to you this beautiful, wonderful place, we say we will go. But learn from Scripture God's patterns. That's what Scripture says, my ways are not your ways. Our thoughts are not your thoughts. In Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 2. We shall learn from the history of Israel. Which is written as example for us. You shall remember the Lord your God led you. <QU gosh> let <Believe. slbellion noise> you wear for forty years in the wilderness, M- <shop tissue noise> in the wilderness. <sharp affair> That's where he led them first. Once they left Egypt, the first first place he led them into was into the wilderness. And there was a purpose to to humble them. To test them. To know what was in their heart. So that they would know what was in their heart. Whether they would obey him. He said, I led you into the wilderness. Question. Are we ready to go to the wilderness with him? He leads us into the wilderness to humble us to see whether, whether we will obey Him. This is the key. Because everybody thinks, we all think we are humble. The people in the world don't think, but people in the church all think we are all humble. Locamulo na prachalana koragaani, sangamulo na varam na muttanu, nenu thagin sabari na But true humility is always marked out by true obedience. Chindi nizamaina thagin po, yepurosmante nizamaina lopari pude. So God leads us into the wilderness. Where there is famine. There is no food. There is no water. There is nothing. He takes us to a place where there is famine. A place of lack. That's how Ruth 1.1 begins. That's how it begins. At the time when judges ruled, came to pass in the days when judges ruled, there was a famine in that land. And as soon as famine came, we also like Elimelech and Naomi We move to places where there is something. We move from God's appointed place. We move to Moab which is the place of compromise. So wilderness is a test of our obedience. Famine is the test of our humility and our obedience. Only the truly humble can obey in any circumstance because many of us think we are meek. We are humble. But we are not meek. We are just weak. But we are proud inside. Jesus said learn of me. I am meek and lowly. I am meek and lowly. Nenu thakipu parinavado di na manuskunon We have that term in Hindi. Me kamzor hu, namru nahi. But Jesus said, me namru hu, kamzor nahi. Hindi lo maat anto Nenu Neno mruthu vai na vadanu, balahinu nundi Jesus is not weak. He is strong. But he is meek. He is humble. He is lowly. And the truly lowly, the truly humble, Scripture says, "Will one day inherit the earth?" Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. will God is meek, God is humble, Very difficult for the people in the world to fathom। because other than our god there is no other god in any religion who is meek or humble our god is humble And this humble god leads us into the wilderness for what To make us humble like himself. Humble like himself. The children of Israel were led into the wilderness. But before that, you will see they were delivered by the blood of the Lamb. And then they were taken through the Red Sea. That was their baptism. You will see in Mark chapter 1 verse 12. Right after Jesus' baptism. Immediately the Spirit drove him into the wilderness. As soon as he is baptized, the Spirit drove him into the wilderness. Most people, after baptism, trouble begins. Wilderness begins. Because it's a test of your baptism. You went under the water. You said I have died to the old life. I have risen to this new life in Christ. And that life has to be tested. It was true for Israel. It was true for the Son of God. It will be true for every one of us. The Spirit drove him compelled him into the wilderness to be tested of the devil. Atma aranmalo niki parikshin chada poyanu we too are camped in the wilderness we are led into the wilderness and we will stay in the wilderness until we discover one truth we don't have to live in the wilderness Israel was there 40 years Jesus was there only 40 days we don't have to live in the wilderness for 40 years many Christians are still there camped in the wilderness. You can come out of the wilderness the minute you learn one truth. One truth alone that all I have left is God. When we realize all I need in life is God. God says you are ready to come out. Purpose of the journey into the wilderness is so that we learn God is all I need. The all sufficient God. That is the purpose of famine. That is the purpose of the wilderness. In the wilderness Israel could do nothing. They had no food. They had no clothes. They had no water. They had no strength to fight. But they had God. They had God. They had God. God fed them. They would God gave them water. They would Clothed them. And God protected them. They would That is the purpose of wilderness. So that we know that we come out of the wilderness. We come out of the wilderness with a message. It is the message of God. You can come out of that only from the wilderness. We cannot come out of the city with that message from the city we don't get that message from the place of plenty we don't get that from, message from the place of prosperity you don't get that message this message comes only for those who have met God in the wilderness that is what scripture says in Luke chapter 1 and Verse eight. So the child grew and became eighty, sorry, strong in the spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel.
1: Shishu who is this Shishu? is John the Baptist he is in the wilderness until
0: the day he grew up and was manifested to Israel one man in the wilderness rest all in the place of plenty and Luke chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 says in the 15th year, in the year of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrach of Galilee, his brother Philip tetrach of Etiria and the region of Trachonitis, and Lysanias tetrach of Abilene, while Anas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of the Lord came to John the son of Zacharias in the wilderness.
1: Caesar in Rome
0: Pilate in Judea Pilath, Yuda, Herod in Galilee, Herod, Galilee all, Herod, all secular leaders. And Anas and Caiaphas high priest in Jerusalem. The word of God went to the wilderness. To a man who is in the wilderness. God meets people in the wilderness. He doesn't abandon people in the wilderness. Therefore when that man comes out of the wilderness, he has a message to the people who come out seeking God. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet saying, The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill brought low, The crooked places shall be made straight, Rough ways made smooth, And all flesh shall
1: see the salvation of God. Prabhu margamu Ayana drovalu saralamu Prati pallamu Prati pallamu Kerukum argam lalu nununna binagaunu. Sekalasiri lalu Dewi Raksana caturu ani arenyam lalu kekalu beri cuna. Oganisheptamu ani pravaktaya na esaya
0: this message can come only from those who have met God in the
1: wilderness.
0: They are the only ones who can point to the real Jesus. They are the only ones who can, who can truly prepare the hearts of God's people. <coughs> That's the message from the wilderness. That is to where God calls. That was the reason he led Israel into the wilderness. That they would humble themselves. That they would know him as God. And such a nation when they came out. Would declare to the whole world the ways of the living God. Israel itself would be a sign and wonder to the world. So there are lessons we learn in the wilderness. So now today wilderness is not a place. You can be in a city. And still be in the wilderness. You don't have to go searching for the wilderness. If you're a child of God, the wilderness will come searching for you. Every true child of God will be led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness. But if you don't learn the lessons in the wilderness, we are destined like the children of Israel to be saved yet to be destroyed in the wilderness without possessing the promised land. It is in the wilderness that Moses learned who God was. And valued His presence more than anything else. آڑو more than even the promised land. In Exodus 33 verses 13 to 15 we know 13 and 14 we have looked at it many times where he will pray if I have found favor in your sight show me a way that I might know you and in verse 14 God will say my presence will go with you and I will give you and answer. in verse 15 he <laughs> says something Moses said to him said to God if your presence does not go with us do not bring us up from here He learned the lesson of the wilderness. He said, if your presence doesn't go with me, don't take me to the promised land. I value now you more than all your promises. Many many Christians haven't yet understood that. They value the promises of God. What we can get from God. And it doesn't matter if his presence is in there. If we Get what we want. We will go anywhere even if he's not there. But this man learned the lesson of the wilderness. If your presence doesn't go from here. We will not go from here. He speaking this in the wilderness. All you see is barrenness. There is hunger. <laughs> there is thirst. <laughs> All you have is the same manna every day. Same water every day. Wearing the same clothes every day. What you are <laughs> promised <laughs> <laughs> the land flowing with milk and honey. Fix <laughs> and Every kind of fruit. Houses you haven't built. <laughs> Wells which you haven't cattle and flocks gold, silver and copper imagine such an offer is made to us that's the offer that is being made today what does Moses say I like that offer on condition you don't come with me I am not moving. All that means nothing without you. That is the lesson of the wilderness. That is the lesson we need to understand. If we learn that lesson, and that becomes our life. Then as Jesus came out of the wilderness, we too can come out of the wilderness. How did Jesus come out of the wilderness? Luke 4.14 says, Jesus returned in the Power of the Spirit in Galilee. He was driven into the wilderness by the Spirit. Tested for 40 days. And he proved to us. God is enough. God is all I need. And he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. We too can. If we learn from Jesus. Lean on to Jesus. If we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. That's what Hebrews 12 says. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Eyes on Jesus. If we keep our eyes on this. The experiential Jesus in the, through the Holy Spirit. And through the pages of this book. Genesis 1-1. All the way till the end. He speaks. <laughs> he speaks. <laughs> he speaks. <laughs> he speaks. Till the end he speaks. And he will say, "I am coming soon." Aina keep our eyes fixed. We keep our eyes fixed. <laughs> so this morning, We are going to learn lessons from. I say, Aranyam alone unsi manam upko nipata alone manirch There are many books in the Bible. Bible lo aneeka granthal There is one book. It begins in the wilderness. Ends in the wilderness. It is the record of God's people in the wilderness for 40 years. It doesn't have a very clear beginning or an end. It is called the Book of Numbers. Even its title is only Sankhya. What is its name? In English, Book of Numbers. English lo numbers onundu. In, in Telugu? Telugu lo sankya. What is it called? Sankhya ka. But, but not in Hebrew. Hebrew lo avidan galedu. In Hebrew, the title is In the Wilderness. Hebrew lo na matha ardamyanthi kante aranyamulo no. In the Wilderness. Aranyamulo. The Book of Numbers is the history of God's people in the wilderness. What God was trying to teach them. 36 chapters. One generation. 40 years. Wandering round and round in the Sinai desert. But they were too stubborn to learn. So they kept on going round And often we too, like them, go round and round and round and round. In our lives, in our homes, in our ministries. Where are you today? Where I was last year. Where I was five years ago. Same problems. Same issues. Nothing has changed. That's life in the wilderness. Every day in the wilderness is the same. If you look out, same scenery. Sorry? Same scenery. If you go to the desert, every desert looks the same. Anni There is nothing different. Sand, sand, sand. Howling wind. Howling. It's the same. What is that you eat? Same. What is that you are doing? Same. What is that you do? Same. Is that how life is? That's not what Jesus said. I have come to give you life. Life in abundance. Very life of God. The excitement of walking with God. The excitement of knowing Him better better and better. But if we are stubborn like him, them we too will keep on going around in circles. That's why the book of Numbers. No beginning. No end. It's just a story caught in the middle. Are people just wandering in circles. Simply because they refuse to learn the lessons of the wilderness. What does it mean to live by faith? Hebrews 4.2 says, 4.2 says, to the 4 and verse 2 says yeah. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them but the word which they heard did not profit them not being mixed with faith in those who
1: heard. You can have the best teacher come
0: and teach you. You can have the best teacher Rabbi come and teach you. Jesus himself come and teach you. Apostle Paul come and teach us. We don't mix it with faith. Okay, so we don't believe. And we obey. It will be often no use to us. We will be destined to live and to die in the wilderness. One generation failed and perished in the wilderness. While another generation along with them learned the lessons of the wilderness. the And they will enter the promised land and they will possess the promised land. Both were in the same village. One generation said we are going to learn the lesson. And they will under the leadership of Yeshua. Their spiritual Jesus. And they will enter the promised land. And they will possess the land. So when Numbers begins. One, one.
1: The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. So beautiful. They are in the wilderness. And in the
0: middle of their camp, there is a tent of meeting. And God is there in the middle. And He speaks to Moses. God didn't just take them out of Egypt and dump them into the wilderness. No, He was right there in the middle with them. In the wilderness. That's the beauty of our God. He just doesn't just take us to the wilderness and leave us there. He's right there in the wilderness with us. That's the new covenant promise too. Ade in Matthew twenty eight and verse twenty. Jesus will say, I am with you always even to the end of the age. I'll be always with you. I'll never leave you. He doesn't dump us in the wilderness and say, okay, you now fight it on. find, learn your own lessons. He doesn't He doesn't just save us and say, okay, now you find your own way from the day of our salvation till the day of our translation he has promised I will be with you I will never leave you no other religion has a promise like that no Muslim can say that no Hindu can say that no Buddhist can say that no No Jain can say that only God's people can say that God is with me and He will never leave me. But the question is if it is true why do honestly so many of God's children perish in the wilderness? Because we don't learn the lessons of the wilderness. First thing, remember. He's right there, Numbers 1, 1. He's right there in the wilderness and he speaks. That is the purpose of the tent of meeting. It is a God who meets with us. And a God who speaks to us అంతకాడు మనతో come here today. Expecting to hear Jesus. Not me. Not for lunch. Not for an offering. If this has become your tent of meeting. He will meet you here. He will speak to you here. Because our God is a God who meets and He speaks. Our God is not just a God who comes to the meeting place and remain silent. He also speaks. He meets us. He speaks to us. That's the first thing that is written there. We serve a God who speaks to us Daily, mana mana don sevinsye dewu itu mana anu anu ti mana Gives direction, aino ka marka Gives purpose, aino ka udesha To those who are humble enough to obey. Yawere te ed mera vidya te khaligi aino ku In that whole camp, ako gudar amantik kuda. There was only one man who was humble. Not even his brother. Not even his sister. So God could only speak to that man. And speak to others through that man. That is God's character. If God has to speak, I have to be humble. reason, God is humble. God is humble. If you and I ever want to hear from God, we cannot stand up like this. Okay, we have to bend down like this. Why? Because God is meek and He is lowly. That's why God says, if you are humble, God will speak to us. God will speak to us. It doesn't matter where we are. In the wilderness He will speak to us. If you are a slave, He will speak to you. Joseph was a slave. But God was with him. Joseph was in a dungeon. And God was with him. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego was in the fire. And God said, he stepped in and said, I'll be with you in the fire. God was with Daniel in the den. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter where we are put. We have a God. He <laughs> promises, I will never leave you. I will be with you. If we are humble, okay, well, and we, we obey, obey His voice, you will always experience His presence. Because His name is, I am not I was not I will be I am God of now even now he is I am so we, we listen to his voice God spoke to Moses. Spoke to Moses. It's a written word. There is a spoken word. Deuteronomy 28.1 It shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe
1: carefully all His commandments. Ah, First is his voice. There are commandments
0: and there is his voice. There are commandments and there is his voice. We have to have both. If you only have the commandments and do not have the voice we will end up as a Pharisee. And if we have only his voice and no commandment we will become loose. We need the voice. And we need the commandments. Both. Because we serve a living God. Every religion has the commandments. Their own commandments. But they don't have the voice of the God. We have both. The commandments of the living God. And the voice of God. they will give it to anybody. Here He's giving it through. Moses to a nation but God will give it to an individual in Genesis 26 and verse 5 God will tell Isaac because Abraham obeyed my voice he first obeyed my voice I didn't give him the commandments I didn't give him the statutes first I gave him my voice in the air of the Chaldeans. He told Abraham, leave your father's house. And he obeyed. When he obeyed, God gave him his commandments. And his statutes. And his laws it was not given first to Moses it was codified by Moses it was given first to Abraham because God is not a respecter of persons anyone who obeys his voice to him he will also reveal the laws of his kingdom how his kingdom functions kingdom is ordained. You have to hear His voice. You have to obey His voice. And he Himself will teach us. So it was a place. Scripture says, in Numbers one one. It was a tent of meeting. 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 It was not a place for the individual. It was a place for everyone. 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 all the tribes of Israel could come into the camp. If camps. you separated yourself and you isolated yourself from this place you died in the desert. So so many Christians have died in the in the wilderness because they have separated themselves from the body of Christ. They get a little knowledge, little understanding. Oh, I am now too good to be part of the church. I can manage on my own. They sit at home they don't fellowship with the rest of the body. They don't worship together the living God. And They die in the wilderness. Nobody from any tribe could survive without coming together here. That is conditional in the kingdom of God Today so many isolated believers are there. They sit before the TV. And they watch different. What all channels are there? I don't know. Channels are varu. Subha vartha. Shubha, channels Rakshana. Aradhana. Aradhana. All is there. But they won't go to church. They won't go to the tent of meeting. Where is God waiting? In the TV or in the tent of meeting? TV If you go to the tent of meeting and come back, He will speak to you to the through the TV. Okay, For the Hindu, the Muslim who doesn't know God, he will speak to them from the TV. But you who know God who brought out of Egypt, saved by the blood of the Lamb, baptized in water. What are you sitting at home without going for the meeting? I think TV Mundu now the danger of the last days. And Scripture warns about it when you see the day approaching. In Hebrews ten and verse twenty five, Hebrew not forsaking the assembling of ours together as is the manner of some but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching
1: alagu prema i have seen many
0: many Older believers falling away because they don't keep this. Oh, I don't need to go regularly. Oh, the more you grow, the more you need to go. The more you know, the more you realize I cannot do anything without him. Slowly their fire goes. Before you know they are backsliding. We all know that. Especially those of us who came from the countryside. Not not from the countryside, not from the city. Not gas. Not gas. 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 Leather. Wood fire when the fire starts going out we put the log back into the fire. As long as they are all together in a- the fire the flame is there. Take one stick out. Put it out. It will burn a little. It will be red. And slowly it grows. That's the purpose of the church. We come together. God comes into our midst. We exhort each other. We encourage each other. Maybe you are an older believer. Maybe it is true you don't have to go for a midweek meeting. But you go. Why? Why? because there are young believers endukante when they see oh, uncle has come oh, uncle has your very presence encourages. Ni But you don't realize you belong to, belong to others. That's how Joshua and Caleb started following God. They saw Moses. This great man. Who oh, did all these miracles? Every day Who split the Red Sea? Oh, to the tent of the oh, if he needs God so much, okay. we will also follow him. That's how it began. That's why they followed. We need to keep gathering. We need to keep gathering. Not forsaking the assembling of together. Oh Salamulo. A forsaking of assembling is a sign of spiritual pride. And the constant gathering together. We are sending a message out. This world is a wilderness. It's a wilderness. This is the tent of meeting for us. God is with us. Our God speaks to us. That's why we come together. If you read the first two chapters of Numbers, it is all the counting of the people. so boring? Counting of numbers of people. Is it so boring? boring? If you look at first Corinthians chapter twelve and verse twelve, What does scripture say? Even to the For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ.
1: Verse 18. But now God has set the members,
0: each one of them in the body, just
1: as he pleased. That's what God
0: is doing in Numbers 1 and 2. We see a crowd. God doesn't see the crowd. He sees individual members in the crowd. And he says, count them all. It's not Moses alone. Every one of you has a purpose in my kingdom. Everyone matters. Everyone has a plan from God. Everyone has a purpose. That's Numbers 1 and 2. That's why God says number them. Tribe by tribe. Clan by clan. House by house. Member by member. Write it down. I am not the God of destination. I am the God of the individual. Crowds will follow jesus but we will always stop for the individual Who oh, touched me one person Zacchaeus. oh come yes. down what oh, do you want? In the crowd. Oh, he sees the individual. And Numbers 1 and 2 is about that. First lesson we have to learn in the wilderness. We are all individuals. But we are one body. Individuals. But one body. Head is Christ. First lesson God gives Israel. we are all one body. I am the head. All of you are important in my sight. Everyone has a function. That's the first lesson he's teaching them. And he places us as he pleases Tribe of Ruben? Ruben Gotrabu? Decide. Ioka Pagabu. Judah. Yuda? Here. Ikara. Simeon. Simeon? There. Neakara. He chooses. I na We don't choose. Manam Yenu We don't choose. Manam Yennu Kolo. I want to be a pastor. Oh Nenu kaapari Kaparigao naunala. No. Kaledu. He calls. I na pilusodo. He chooses. I na yanukodu. I don't. Nenu kadu. We don't. Manam kadu. That's why we have to be very careful. That is the first report of John the Baptist. There was a man sent by God. In the body we don't choose. He chooses. If we choose ourselves, and place ourselves, we will always struggle against God, not with God. Because many people chose themselves. How do you know you were
1: chosen?
0: We want to know whether we were chosen, right? Let me ask you this question. What did you leave when you were chosen? Everybody in the Bible, when they were called, left something. Abraham left his father's house. Abraham utana thandi intini vichpe taro. Fantastic future. Bausht gurkevelar. Moses left the throne of Egypt. Moshe ayguptiyoka simha sanani vichpe taro. Elisha left his farm. Elisha, Tanaka, Peter and John left their fishing business. Petru patte Matthew was collecting taxes, left it there and followed. What did you leave? What did you leave? I'm not asking you. You know. Just a question God asks. That's how we know we've called. I tell my church, God has never called a lazy, useless fellow. Never in the Bible. Never he does. Because God himself is a hardworking person. Jesus said that I didn't say. Yes, I am. I do. this is my father and I are at work. From the beginning, we are still at work. Bah! Adinu nchi na thantri nenu panilo nama kankan ipuruguda me panilo nama me. We change God's order. Manamu devunyoka niya niya malanu marchi base Christian magazine, Christyoka magazines, advertisement, advertise, Bible college, Bible college tent fails be hojaiga tenth fail aina parvaledle scholarship and accommodation give us scholarship istundi antratha vasati gṛham istundi what is it ayya enti di where does god call like that devudu aa vidhanga pilusthaada devudu i am not saying to serve god you need to pass class 10 so nenu devuni sevinchalanu nenu 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 not saying that but when God calls people, every one of them left something left something to follow Him. So, This is what we need to realize. It is He who chooses. He who appoints. He places them in the body. As He pleases. That is the first two chapters of Numbers. Certainly in Numbers 3, there is another lesson. Verse 1. Now the focus is on a new group. Now these are the records of Aaron and Moses when the Lord spoke
1: with Moses on Mount Sinai. Now
0: he will talk about the priests, the Levites who will take care of God's tabernacle. This is important for us because in First yes. Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 we in the new covenant are call the royal priesthood. I miru me the chicod learning Asirakamana Tana Velugoloni Kimoli, Pilichinavani, Gunati Shellu Pachiritchaku, Rajagiya Pujari. Raja Raja Rajula Yajaka Samuhamo. Okay. Okay, in Malayalam we will say Rajagiya Pujari, okay, my language. Okay. We are a priesthood. We are a priesthood. So what Numbers 3 is talking about is talking about us So the second lesson in the wilderness is for the church. There it was only for one tribe. Here it is for all of us. We are a priest Stood. They had to take care of the tabernacle. But here we are the temple. There they had to take care of a temple. Here we are the temple. In the Old Testament, the most Dangerous job. Chala, katina mai na ide. Not katina. Dangerous. Yento apa yamai? Apa na there are plenty of jobs. Most dangerous job. It's the job of a priest. Because it was their job to guard the holiness of God. Why, therefore, so many instructions. And so many people in Do you see the tabernacle in the wilderness? Do you know how many people were there to take care of it? Numbers 4, 47 and 48. From 30 years old and above even to 50 years old, everyone who came to do the work of service, the work of bearing burdens in the tabernacle of the meeting, those who were numbered were 8,580 people. 3500
1: Muktaba ini, mudah lakukan. Ayat ini, lebaru kupraiyam kalici. Tama-tama womishamula cipunarno, tama-tama piturla kutumamula cipunarno. Lakimpa beri lebaru. Anaga prateksa pu guḍāramula seva Mota yu this is in the
0: beginning. By
1: the time
0: it comes to David and Solomon and all, it is running into hundreds and thousands. Oh, David So many. To do the work of the tabernacle. And why so much detail how should they do the work. Why? There are two main reasons. There are two words in English. I won't use it because I searched and found there is no equivalent Telugu word for it. The one word is transcendent which means God cannot be known. God, can, God cannot be known. God cannot be God cannot be known at all. He is unsearchable. He is a spirit. We can never fully know him. Second thing. He is knowable. <laughs> He's close to us. Why is this important? Because every God of this world fall into one or the other category. They don't get into both. Either in Islam, Allah cannot be known. Allah, Allah no, We cannot know Allah. Allah no, the we the the we the can only know Him through His Prophet. Allah is unknowable. Allah no, you In other religions, where gods are known, they are like humans. They will fight. They will drink. They will marry. They will marry many. They will marry many. Only our God. Is unknowable. Yet can be known. no no other God. no other God. That's, That's what makes th- our God different. In First Timothy and Chapter One, and and verse sixteen, now to the King eternal, immortable, invisible, to God who alone is wise, honor and glory forever and ever. That's our God. First Timothy chapter one and verse seventeen.
1: Sakala Yugamulu Rajayundi Akshayudu Adrishyudu Nagu Adhiviteya Devani Ki Ganatayu Mahimayu Yugayugamulu Kaligunaga Ka. Amen.
0: Yet. Yes. This God in Isaiah 57 and verse 15, what does this God say? For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place and then he comes down and says, with him who has a contrite and humble spirit.
1: Nitaniwash high and lofty, I holy and remote, unknowable. Then he says, I inhabit in
0: the heart of those who is humble and contrite. To not okay. Now, you see this in Numbers 3 and 4. Not 3, chapter 3 and verse 4. No. So chapter, chapters 3 and 4. You don't have to turn. Chapters 3 and 4 you see this. He sets his tent in the middle of the camp. He puts his tent yeah, in the middle. But everybody couldn't approach him. That was the job of the Levites. To protect his holiness. He's right in their middle. And only the Levites could approach him. And that too, according to His commands, otherwise, they also perish. He's right there in the middle. But when you approach Him, we have to be careful. It is same in the New Covenant too. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Do you not know you are the temple of
1: God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? we know we, we only read sixteen, we
0: leave
1: conveniently
0: seventeen. now. What does God say in seventeen? I am in you. This is my temple. Anyone who defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. Why? Because God has now come in, the temple has become holy. Is it the same God? Is it the same God? Old Testament, New Testament is the same. So God says, if you defile this body, so then I will destroy you. In the Old Testament he told them. If you approach the tent of meeting. And my way. You will be destroyed. There here it is self-destruction. That is the balance. Between the love of God and the fear of God. We have lost this balance. Especially Especially now. We lost this balance. Jesus never lost this balance. A God who is so close and who is so holy. That's the first thing He taught us. Our Father who art in heaven so close. Hallowed be Thy name. First thing he taught. So close. So holy. First lesson. This is the first lesson they also will learn. in the new covenant. In Acts chapter five. Acts chapter five verse five. and then verse eleven. And as yes, hearing these words fell down and breathed his last. So great
1: fear came upon all those who heard these things. So great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard these things. So
0: Did you see something? Both Both in the the Old Testament and and the New Testament the first two people killed both places were when they were giving an offering. Not when they were sinning. They were killed during the act of worship. One offered unauthorized fire. One offered unauthorized fire. They both got killed. Wow, These two brought an offering. Because they became familiar with the holy God. We get familiar with this God. And we don't realize we approach this God. In the Old Testament or the New Testament it destroys us. It destroys us it destroys us therefore in Numbers chapter 3 and chapter 4 one of the lessons we learn is don't ever take God lightly don't ever take His holiness lightly so in both Old Covenant and New Covenant God will say the same thing God will because we feel God has changed in the New Testament. God never changes. In Numbers 4 and verse 19. But do this in regard to them that they may live and not die when they approach the most holy things. Aaron and his son shall go in and appoint each of them to his service and his task. This is the part. Do this in regard to your service, so that
1: they may live and not die when they approach the most holy things. Mm-hmm.
0: We are involved in a most holy work. And we deal with the holy things of God. So God, God says, says out of it we should be receiving more and more life. And not death. Oh, but God says to do that. Never lose your reverence for God. He is so close. Aini he is so holy. New covenant exactly the same. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 28 and 29. Therefore since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably
1: with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. పొంది विनय ప్రీతికరమైన మన has God changed a lot of people in the ministry are being consumed by the very
0: fire of God. Not because of problem. It's because we forget who our God is. It is eating us. Oh, you may have a huge church. Oh, you may have a huge church. But in your personal life, you know it is empty. You know it is dry. You know there is no voice speaking. It is voice speaking. Why? Because our God is a consuming fire. So learn the lessons from the wilderness. We are a crowd. Yet God knows the enduja. appointed each one for a purpose. But in the new covenant, We are all priests to do the work of the tabernacle. And the job of the priest is to protect the holiness of the tabernacle. In the new covenant, we are the temple. Our body, our soul, and our spirit like the temple had three parts outer courts holy place the most holy place that whole thing became holy because God was in the most holy place this whole person becomes holy because God is in the spirit but our body is holy so be careful what you eat. What you drink. How you deal with your body. Deal with the body. People will ask where it is written in the Bible, you cannot smoke. Your body is the temple of the living God. You cannot eat like you think. You cannot drink like you think. Your body is the temple of the living God. Your soul is the body temple of the living God. You cannot watch what you like. You cannot read what you like. You cannot say what you like. Because your body is the temple of the living God. These are areas where God judges. The reason God goes through all these details in the Old Testament. So that he could dwell in their midst and continuously bless them and not destroying them. God says I want to stay in your midst. If I am in your midst two things can happen. If you hear my voice walk in my ways you will be blessed. If you walk contrary destruction will come we know it from the history of David from the history of David we know this ark is coming Ah, de, it is coming in a cart. Ah, ka, ka, na, de, God! never told his ark should come in the ark. Cart stumbled. Oh, kind of touched? Uzzah died. Uzzah Everybody is afraid. Kuda David is also afraid. David, Nobody wants the ark. Kuda ah, ka, no because paler. they think, if you take the ark, okay, well, a destruction kute. Will come. One man said you can put in my house. So they took his and put it in his house. So they took his ark and put it in his house. Three months in his house. Scripture scripture records a- Everything in his house was blessed. His cows were blessed. His chickens were blessed. His wife was blessed. His children was blessed. And David heard. He said, I will bring him back. This is our God. We know His ways. He will dwell in our midst. And He wants to be blessed. But if you don't, he is dangerous. We come to the Lord's table. As the most powerful institution for the church. If we come to with our hearts clear before God, with faith and with expectation, Every time we with of it. faith and with expectation, It should bring strength. It should bring revival. On the other hand, the same table is very dangerous. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it says in 29.30, He who eats
1: and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself. <laughs> That is not what it was
0: meant to be. It was meant to be a blessing. But it becomes a Sikshavidhi. For this reason, many are weak. Many are sick. Many are asleep. What does it mean? If I had judged myself and discern the Lord's body when I partake of it I will become strong. Not weak. I will be healed, not sick. I will not fall asleep. I will be awakened in the spirit. Same table. Same table. Can work both ways. That's our God. That is our God. We We always have to balance this with God. Let me give a reference which I didn't give them. It's from the book of Romans. Chapter 11. And verse 22. Most pastors have never seen these words. Ane ekapas dinakāparlu dini nii over kudod shundedu. Consider, therefore, the kindness
1: and the sternness of God. How does Telugu say? Kābati devo ne anugrahamnu, kātinnamnu anaga, kātinnamnu anugrahamnu. Ah,
0: consider both.
1: He randitnu kudod jagrta kavishala. Consider both.
0: Consider the severity of God. and the Kindness of God. Sternness on those who fell. Those, those who disobey the known revealed commands of God. But kindness to you. On condition. Provided that you continue in His kindness, otherwise you also will be cut off. Read that
1: once again, Pastor. This is all in the new covenant. People don't know these
0: verses. you, know what is happening? Israel God is the gardener. Israel is the natural branch. Israel natural branch. God broke off the natural branch and grafted us into Him. So now we are all walking around feeling so good. That's what this chapter is talking about. Be careful. If God did not spare the natural branches, He will not spare the grafted branches. Also. You have to continue in his kindness. That is what we learned from Scripture. How do I continue in the kindness of God? It is the kindness of God that brought you and me to repentance. And we have Continue in His kindness. So what does this all teach us? God is holy. And He demands Perfect holiness. And there is nothing you and I can do about it. God is holy, and it demands us to be perfectly holy. And we cannot be. So what is God's solution? His answer is Jesus. That's what is Jesus Says John one fourteen, it says One and verse fourteen. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. This word. This word in Hebrew is the word tabernacle. He himself took flesh and tabernacled among us. So there is only one way we can go. No other way. You want to approach this holy God? Every man has to bend his knee. Go through Jesus. Based only on the work of Jesus and no other work. You may be 15 years in the ministry. I may be 20 years in the ministry. Another brother may be 50 years in the ministry. No use. You want to approach God? only way, the way we went in the beginning, till the end, through Jesus, only. not on your work, not on my work, only on His work, that keeps us humble, keeps us humble, humble, have you heard about Lord Mountbatten? Sir? Lord Mountbatten, the last Viceroy of India. Governor British last governor. Okay, general. British last governor. Uh, in India his name was Mount Batten. Ah, uh, India uh, uh, Mount peru. Uh, One day he was at church. I uh, And his bodyguards, security guards were all there. Ah, security chuttu in England. England He went to take communion. And he knelt down for communion. There was a drunk, poor man, not drunk, a poor man in their congregation. He also came and knelt beside him. And the security guard stopped him. Security guard So that's the Lord Mountbatten you know what he said he put his arm around him he under the cross we are all the same we are all the same చేసాడు doesn't make any difference there is no other way that is why god says if we are humble humble we are humble that's why god says shall inherit what makes people proud Churni Prachalanu Garavamaga Yedichastundi Money Dabhu Wisdom Nanamo Power Shekti achievement in the kingdom of God, it means nothing. It means nothing. It cannot take you anywhere. Only the blood of Jesus. There is no other way. Only the work of Jesus. That is why as we grow in the Lord, it's not how many years we were in the ministry. Growing in the Lord, we becomes more and more um, humble. Manamu inka that is real growth. More and more dependent upon God. More and more keen to hear and obey. Because only to them God can speak. That's what the writer of Hebrews will say in Hebrews 10, 19 to 22. to 22. Therefore brothers since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus
1: Sahodarlara Yesu managurku pratishtinchina margamuna anaga nutanamainadiyu jeevamugaladiyu aina shariramu anu terra dwara erpachabadina dayaina margamunu aina rakthamulana parishuddhasthalamlandu praveshinchutaku manaku dhairyam kaligunnadi ani we have boldness manaku dhairyam
0: untundi anybody you can have boldness. if you come by that way. anybody else. If you don't come by that way. Your boldness is misplaced. Boldness is misplaced. In Everybody comes through that one way. It's a living way. Adi Open for us. It's a living way. It is not a dead way. It's a living way. You know what is the difference? If you go to the second Rabat station, okay, well, station, you have steps. You can climb. You have an escalator. There you have to be careful. Why? It is moving. That is the living way. You have to be careful. You are trying to go today. Yesterday you went through. Lord Jesus, you hurt. Today you are trying to go. Door is closed. What happened today? Yesterday I went. Today it is closed. Lord, the road is closed. Why? Lord, why is it closed? Because you shouted at your wife last night. Living way. Margamu. <laughs> <laughs> margam. This Jeeva. Margam has Jiva. You don't understand what this means. This way is living. This margam has life. Imagine you come to this through this hall. Suddenly, suddenly the, the door closes up. on your face. Why? And suddenly what happened? Living door. If everything about our God is living. If you come through the blood, I think the way becomes living. I am sorry. sorry. I am sorry. Forgive me. The blood of Jesus cleanses. The way is open. How easy. To walk under the blood. Walk under the blood. That is what Bible says. There is no other way. And only the humble will continue in this way. Others What will they do? I have some knowledge. Oh, I will juggle it. Oh, Dan Nothing new is coming. Oh But I can always mix it around. you Old days. First you put oil. Then you put mustard seed. Then you put chili. Then you put haldi. Then you put tomato. Then you put tomato and then you put the egg. Way. Another day, nothing new is coming. So you put oil, and you put tomato first, then you put onion. But whichever way you do, nothing new is coming. Why? You are stuck in your old ways. You want something new to come. It is a living way. God has
1: made
0: a way. It's a new and living way. It's a, new a living way. way. Learn that. This is the lessons we learn. There is no other way. That is the lessons in the book of Numbers. We will see God. Over and over reminding them of His ways. If His commands, there was only one purpose. One to keep them alive. To keep them in His presence. That was the purpose. You don't have to worry about anything else Israel. Right. First live. Don't die. First live, don't die. The problem is, if you come to me, you shouldn't die. Because I am holy. And God is a consuming fire. So first I will tell you how not to die. Then I will tell you live in my presence. The blessings will follow. Same thing in the new covenant. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And His righteousness all these things will follow. The gospel is not different. That's why scripture says the gospel was preached to them. If you don't mix it with faith. It will be of no use. So these are the lessons we learn in the wilderness. So in the first three chapters the camp is organized. In the fourth chapter the holiness of God is emphasized. And in the fifth chapter it's interesting. It's all about sin. The problem is when we read this even when I read it even when I read it, <laughs> for many years, read it through. I This is all Old Testament. How does it apply to us? Until you see the spiritual truth. Chapter 5 is all about sin. Three case studies of sin is given. How do we apply it in the New Covenant? First you see Numbers 5 verses 1 to 4. Sanka Kana, my God,
1: say, Wokatani Nalgo Snalu. Please read, yeah. Marie Yehoa Moshegu Ilago Salaviceno, Prati Kustirogni, Sravamgala Pratiwarani, Seva Mututta Valana, Apavitrudana Pratiwarani, Palamulundi, Vilwe Valani, Israel Luku, Agna Binchumo. Yap to four, yeah. Nino Neosin Chichundu, Vari Palamuno, Varu Apavitra Pachakunatlo. Three things I mentioned here. to in the
0: first case study. One if there is a discharge or emission. Okay well, you problems, Kushtarogi, Kushtarogi, discharge or ceremonially unclean because of a dead body. Three things. Three things. Okay. Three things. Let us look at this in this order, okay? First we look at this discharge of anything. It can be blood. It can be something else. What does it mean? It is loss of life. Leprosy means living death. It's a death that is living. Uh, Is that? Yeah? And then, a dead body. This is the cry of Paul in Romans 7, 24. What a wretched man I am. Who will
1: rescue me from this body of death? Ayo, ni nanti dahurbaikiranu. Ite mandemunu kulo nakusiriramanundi. Nannu iya bodi You see that cry?
0: Justira? This is exactly everybody in Israel cried. If you had a discharge. If you were leprous, or if you touched a dead body, you had to be outside the camp. And they used to cry. Who can rescue me? Answer. Jawabu nobody can deliver evaru nobody can deliver we were all in that first category manamu mottamati kona lo unna vaarandarame manamu crying outside god's camp oh devuni gudara velupula nilabadi manam moru petta outrost to us a leper oh knana bhayankaramaina vyaktilarunte kushta he was forever out outside the camp Ah, gudarappu velupula ellappudu poyeva we 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 were all unclean. we 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 Leper standing outside the camp of God. And crying out like uh, Paul. Who will rescue me from this body of death? This body of death. What is the answer? This is verse 25. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. <that's 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 we are saved through Jesus Christ. There is no other answer. And you will see Jesus doing this. Right after the sermon on the mount in Matthew 8 when he comes down a man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said Lord if you are willing you can make me If you are willing you can make me clean. And Jesus said in verse three, He said, "Reached out his hand, touch the man. I am willing." Who can save me from this body of death? Man who was unclean. Second incident we know. There is a woman who has an issue of blood for 12 years. Under the law. Unclean. Outside the camp. She She comes touches the hem of his robe. Instantly she is healed. And Jesus looks and says, "Who touched me?" Is she clean? Is she clean? In, in Christ alone. Are we accepted? That is what God is saying. This is what he is teaching through Numbers. Under the law, we are all unclean. All are unclean. Spiritually, we are all unclean. The only way we can come to God is through Christ and Christ alone. These are sins in which we have no control. People had no control over discharge. They had no control over leprosy. They had no control if somebody died in their house. There are sins over which we have no control. Because Paul, David says He was born in sin shaped in iniquity. But there are sins over which we have control. That is second case study. Numbers 5 verses 5 to 8. Say to the Israelites, When a man or a woman wrongs
1: another in any way and so is unfaithful to the Lord, that person is guilty. Purishudugaani, Strigaani, Yeho Omida, Manishulu chayu pāpamilu lho Dheni nayinu cheshi, Aparadhulagunapudu. Yeah. Varu thamu cheshi na pāpamilu uppukonavala. Mariyu varu tham aparadhamulavala Nastamu sarigani Dhani lho aithavantu dhani Tho kalipi, yevaniki virodamga Aparadham cheshiro Vani ki Yeah, what
0: is 7 and This is different one is different two is different the first are sins which we have no control The second are sins we deliberately do god doesn't deal it like the first one confession must be made restitution must be otherwise we will be guilty God says you have to deal with it the other you just have to cry who will save me from this body of sin Lord if you are willing you can make me clean I am willing be clean or if I only touch the hem of his robe I'll be clean. Not this. Here confession is required. You have to make restitution if needed. Come to God and ask him to forgive you in Christ. If the person has no close relative, Okay, well, awetki, yowaranekan ni sami pabandul What it means? I sinned against Pastor Navin. Pastor Five years I'm still walking with it. Oh, Something is moving in my life. Now I have to make suddenly God says the only way your breakthrough will come, you go make confession and make restitution. And I tried to find Pastor Naveen. He has gone. His family is gone. Nobody is there. God says, you are still not free. Go to the priest. Go to the priest. Restitution has to be made. Somebody else in his place will forgive me in his place. Otherwise there is no freedom. Most Christians are caught in this second wave. They one. have harmed others. They have never made peace. They have taken from others. They have never returned. And they are crying out to God. God says, make a restitution. Otherwise, yeah. you will yeah. be guilty before God. That's exactly what Jesus will say. In Luke 19, verse 8 and 9, Luke if it, compared to... it with the new covenant, other will think this is all old covenant. <laughs> Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look Lord, I give half my goods to the poor. If I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore
1: fourfold. Jesus said to him today, Salvation has come to this house. He said salvation has come. What did Zacchaeus do? Oh Lord, have mercy on me. Oh, did he say that?
0: Oh, I am a leper, have mercy. I am a sinner, I have mercy. This is not case one. This is category two. Category two has to be dealt according to the laws of category two. This is very difficult. But if you do it, you are free. You are free. That's why scripture says in the book of Romans, Oh, no man anything other than the death of love. Romans 13 and verse 8.
1: Oh, no one anything except to love one another. Ah,
0: I like that. I understood that. <laughs> <Okay>. we,
1: have <laughs>
0: to, <laughs> we have to learn to return. <laughs> I know how many pastors have taken money from the congregation and disappeared. <laughs> disappeared. They borrowed. Never return. He will come into churches. Take from others and then disappear and go to another church. I'm only talking about Christians. So many issues like this. The Bible says your breakthrough will never come. It will never come. Why? Because I ordained it that way. Where it is sins which you had no control. Like leprosy. Discharge. Or death in the family. Which are the sins that we have no control over. You cry out. There is mercy. But the sins which you commit knowingly, there has to be restitution. You and I have to confess our part. Where restitution is possible, restitution has to take place. Otherwise, like the
1: children
0: of Israel, the father's house is full. लेकिन oh. full. भरी my father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Oh, My father, your father. The gold and the silver are mine. But I don't have money to pay my child's fee. Why? Enduku. Why? ask yourself. i don't know ask yourself. why maybe you have to make a restitution the block is not on earth the block is in heaven the block is in heaven the block is in heaven my church on sunday, sunday, on sunday. On the highest point of israel's history the greatest day in their history. History. Solomon is king. Oh Israel is in the height of his prosperity. Solomon <laughs> has built his great palace. Ah, Goppa great temple. Oh, Goppa he dedicated the temple. Ah, the Presence of God came. That was the greatest day in their history. That night. That night. God spoke to Solomon. On their greatest, most prosperous day. You know what he said? 2 Chronicles 7, chapter, chapter 7, 12 to 14. The The Lord Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself, a house of sacrifice.
1: Ah, Stop there. New covenant. I have heard your
0: prayer. And have accepted this body as my temple for sacrifice, not for borrowing суд nenu dehani nenu you shall be a temple of sacrifice more blessed to give than to receive house of sacrifice on their greatest day you know what God is saying when I shut up heaven there is no rain. Famine. I, shut up, heaven. I command the locust to devour the land. Or send pestilence among Not my people. Not nature. Not the devil. I, that's what he tells on the first greatest day then what is the solution if my people who are called by my name four things four things Humble themselves. Pray. Seek my ways. And turn from their wicked ways. Live two, three, four. Everybody gets stuck in the first one. Humble themselves. Aiyah, sorry. I borrowed thousand rupees from you. I know it is two years. I haven't forgotten. I don't have. But I will give you ten rupees a, day, a, a week. Will you humble yourself there? No, this is the problem. People get stuck in the first gate, forget two, three, four. 3, 4. Without humbling, Whatever else you do will have no effect. Zakesh was the richest man in Jericho. But he was humble. He humbled himself. I have taken. I have taken. Whoever I have taken. Four times over I will. Four times over I will. Four times over I will. Four times numbers I will. Four times over I will. Four times over part is talking about something else. And Numbers 5, third part is something else altogether. God is teaching them lessons in the wilderness. How to live in the promised land. How to possess and keep the promised life. Numbers 5, 11 to 13. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, if any man's wife goes astray, behaves unfaithfully, faithfully toward him. And man lies with her carnal, it is hidden from the eyes of her
1: husband, it is concealed that she has defiled herself, there was no witness against her nor was she caught. <laughs> Apavitra Ame You know what you are supposed to do? You bring
0: the, the bring the woman to the priest, he makes something and says, If you have lied, then this is what will happen to you, otherwise this is what will happen to you. Verses
1: nineteen to twenty two. Please रीड पास। <laughs> ��ாrency license erase females to authorize your question. ह튜� dachte I get divided up from earth and are still a farkyish, let me write it, let me handle this. Let me use the న We read all this. This is old testament. How
0: does it
1: matter?
0: To us? Lessons in the wilderness. You know what lesson is? You know who that woman is? Do you know who the woman is? It is the church. Do you know who the husband is? Christ God himself. Do you know how we are unfaithful to Christ? James chapter 4. Verses 4 to 5. Adulterers and adulteresses. Please
1: read, Pastor. What is Previtarum? What is that? Yeah? Do you not know friendship with the
0: world is enmity with God? Devu You see? Do you see the Old Testament and the New Testament? But see the difference. The woman was unfaithful. Husband brought her to the priest. The priest made this concoction. It says, if you drink, if you are faithful, nothing will happen. But, you. but if you have sinned, you will waste away. In the new covenant, you know what happens? Jesus drinks from that cup. That is what Mark 14 and uh, verse 36 says. Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Take this cup. have never been unfaithful to you. Every second of of my life, I have been faithful. Don't make me drink this. And the father says, you have to drink this for your wife. And you drank it for us. There is no other way. Category 1. category 2 category 3 the only way is through Jesus there is no other way there is no other way whatever my problem is whether it is defilement whether it is transgression or spiritual adultery Christ has paid the price and we can now draw close to Him and receive His blessings and not curses. receive His blessings and not curse we remain in Him. These are lessons in the wilderness. That's why God leads us to the wilderness. Not to punish us. to teach us. So that by the time we come out of the wilderness, we will realize all I have All I have is only God. All I need is only God. Jesus was driven into the wilderness. All he had was God. All he needed was God. And he came out of the wilderness. The scripture says in the power of the Holy. That's why God takes us to the wilderness. That is what we are looking at. I mean, famine comes. Wilderness comes. Most people like Naomi. And Elimelech. Will go to the world. Ah, this is better. 10 years later. They are looking at loss. While those who remained. Through famine. Hung on to Christ. Oh Christ Colorado, Ten years later, after God's judgment they are prospering and Naomi hears Naomi. the Lord has visited Bethlehem and He's blessing his people now she is going back but she learned no lesson from the wilderness but there is a young Moabite girl her name is Ruth she is a poor widow but she clings to Okay. For Ruth, Mohab is the place of plenty. Bethlehem is the place of wilderness. Because she is a Moabite. Bethlehem is wilderness for her. Because she is a Moabite. Because God has said till the 10th generation you should not come. Moab is my wash basin. But she is willingly led by God into the wilderness. And she learns the lessons of the the and she is redeemed by the kinsman redeemer. And she will give birth to a child who will be part of Jesus' life. Two different people. Two different ends. Both go through the wilderness. God says we can choose our end. I set before you life and death. Choose life. As if you obey. It is blessings. And not curses. The afternoon we look at the other part we look at the other part the lessons of the wilderness it's the purpose of God he lives in our midst that he can bless us and that we can come out in the power of the Holy Spirit be a witness to this people we serve a living God a God who said I will never leave you I'll be with you always. Like I will ni Ennu you. vidwanu, Ennu di 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 Ennu they knew he was real. And we also have to prove to this world. My God is real. He is a living God. And if God is for me. Who can be against? We break for lunch. break Shall we pray? Father this afternoon we come to you. We thank thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you Father. That you love us. That through Christ. We can come to you. In Christ. We are redeemed. In Christ. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Thank you Father. break for lunch. We receive the food that is there. The okay. With thanksgiving. Praise it. Pray Father, it will be enough for everyone. That we will partake with thanksgiving. Knowing our Father always gives. We will not shorten your hands by our unbelief. That we will become your hands and feet on earth to be a blessing to this nation. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.